this. Okay. Good evening and greetings from Thornville Baptist Church. I'd like to welcome you this evening to our song service that we have nearly every year. In the last couple of years has been pretty tough with the COVID and a lot of sickness. Brothers and sisters that have departed, going to be with the Lord, difficult times for most of us. But we do serve a righteous and holy God. We serve an awesome God. And he is there right with us, even in our deepest and darkest despair. And he's also there in celebration when the wonderful things that God puts forth happens to us. So, without any further delay, we'd like to start this program off with uh, a prayer. If you'd all stand with us, we'll open it in prayer. Elder Doug Clayton, would you please lead us in the opening prayer? Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. <clears throat> In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. The book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. If you'll take your hymnal books out, we'll sing hymn number 124. That'll be the brown book in your pew. When you find number 124 in the brown, will you stand with me, please? I know he just sat you down, but 
Stand with me. <clears throat> 124 in the brown hymnal. <clears throat> We have the children's choir next. Kids, come on up.
Our next will be uh, Hannah and Lydia Luke. I would also ask that uh, congregation, if you could refrain or hold back your applause till after the program is over, it would facilitate us getting through this a little quicker uh, for you. Uh, Hannah?
And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. The book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 14. Naomi.
laid down his sweet head. The stars in the bright sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I love thee, Lord Jesus, look down from the sky, and stay by my cradle till morning is nigh. <clears throat> be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask thee to stay. Come by me forever and love me. children in thy tender care and fit us for heaven to live with thee there and fit us for heaven to live with thee Elizabeth Luke, where are thou?
of his love and wonders, wonders, others of his love. Sheila McLeod, would you come up? Pastor's gift to the children. Phillips Brooks, author of O Little Town of Bethlehem, was an American preacher, pastor, and teacher of outstanding ability and power. Born in Boston on December 13, 1835, Brooks showed an early interest in the things of the church, especially the hymns sung each week at services. By the time he entered college, he had memorized all the verses to over 200 hymns. After he finished his training for the ministry and began preaching, he often used quotations from these hymns in his sermons. After receiving a degree from Harvard, Brooks entered the Episcopal Theological Seminary at Alexandria, Virginia. In 1859, at the age of 24, Brooks was ordained in the Episcopal Church. His first pastorate was as rector of Holy Trinity Church in Philadelphia. After faithfully serving there for six years, Brooks was given a trip to the Holy Land by his parishioners. For almost a year, Reverend Brooks retraced the steps of Jesus and the apostles. On Sunday, December 24, 1865, the young Episcopalian pastor rode on horseback from Jerusalem to Bethlehem and was present at the Christmas Eve service held at Constantine's ancient basilica, built over the traditional site of the nativity. During the services, which lasted from 10 o'clock at night until 3 in the morning, Brooks was moved with emotion as he listened to hymns of praise, scripture readings, and prayers. The impressions of this Christmas Eve in Bethlehem would, would, would remain with him throughout his life and just a few years later would become the backdrop for his beloved Christmas carol. Returning to Philadelphia, Philip Brooks again took up his responsibilities as pastor at Holy Trinity. Standing over six and a half feet tall, he was an imposing figure as he worked and taught around the parish. Despite his size and the fact that he was a bachelor, however, Brooks was adored by the children of the church and he seemed to return their affection. On many occasions, parishioners passing by the open door of his study would spy Brooks sitting on the floor surrounded by toys, playing with the children from his Sunday school classes. It was this love for little ones that led him to write the hauntingly lovely Christmas carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem. The children of the church were planning a Christmas program and the Reverend wanted a new Christmas song for the children to sing. As he pondered the, the nativity story, his thoughts drifted back to his Christmas in Bethlehem just a few years earlier. He recalled the beauty of the city, the darkness of the night, the pageantry of the story, and taking pen and paper, he wrote the four stanzas of the poem. In the morning, Brooks gave the verses to the church organist, Louis H. Redner, 
requesting that he compose a simple melody that the children could easily memorize and sing in the Christmas program a few days later. Redner was an accomplished organist and loved composing music, but try as he might, he could not come up with a satisfactory melody for Brooks's poem. On the night before the children were to present their program, Redner fell into bed exhausted, still without the requested tune. In the middle of the night, however, he was awakened suddenly with the strains of a lovely melody ringing in his ears. Hastily, he jotted down the notes, set them by his bedside, and went back to sleep. In the morning, he completed the harmony for the inspired tune and taught it to the children. That night in December of 1868, O Little Town of Bethlehem was sung for the first time by the children of Holy Trinity Church. Phillips Brooks moved on the following year to become the pastor of Trinity Church in Boston, where he served from 1869 until 1891. Subsequent to that, he was appointed as the Episcopal Bishop to all the churches in Massachusetts. In all his years of service, he was honored and loved by those to whom he ministered. And when the news of his unexpected death reached his parishioners, one little girl was heard to remark, Oh, Mama, how happy the angels will be. Although a beautiful monument stands at Trinity Church in Boston honoring this man of God, one suspects his memory is even more blessed each year at Christmas time when millions of Christians across the world raise their voices to sing his beautiful hymn, O Little Town of Bethlehem.
When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 15 through 21. Well, it's time for a shift change here on the piano for a moment. Miss Marshall, can you come up?
Will you stand with me and find um, number 131 in your brown hymnal? 131 in the brown and stand up again. Give you a little minute to stretch. <clears throat> Armstrong family, you're up. Do you need a, a stool for the kids? Thank you. 
if you please.
And when the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was a righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also. So that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. The book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 22 through 35. Lydia Luke. Born, oh, now. 
tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. While shepherds kept their watching o'er silent flocks by night, behold, throughout the heavens there shone a holy light. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. The shepherds feared and trembled when low above the earth rang out the angel chorus that hailed our Savior's birth. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Down in a lowly manger, the humble Christ was born. And God sent us salvation that blessed Christmas morn. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hill and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is
So if your sky is dark and pours the rain, then cry to Jesus, cry to Jesus, cry to Jesus, and live. And when the love spills over and music fills the night, and when you can't contain your joy inside, then dance for Jesus, dance for Jesus, dance for Jesus, and live. With your final heartbeat, kiss this world goodbye. And go in peace and laugh on glory's side And fly to Jesus Fly to Jesus Fly to Jesus And live Fly to Jesus Fly to Jesus Fly to Jesus And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 36 through 40. And then lead us in our closing hymn. You take your brown hymnal once again and turn to number 132. And when you find it, will you stand again? 132 in the brown. <coughs> Thank you. 
Please be seated. <clears throat> Once again, we'd like to thank you all for coming and hearing our song and participating with us and, and in just the general enjoyment of fellowship with brethren and praising God on this, this holy of times. I'd like now for the uh, members that were in this program to come forward, gather around, if you would.
inspired an entire book of the Bible called the Psalms, which is music, heavenly music, to the ears of God. We pray tonight that uh, the songs sung were a blessing to you as we have come to remember and to reflect particularly on your birth. But we know that you came with a mission. You didn't stay a baby. You grew up, you became an adult, and you went through all of the horrendous ways that society treated you and eventually being nailed to a cross for the sake of your people, the washing away of our sin. And we praise you tonight for that greatest of all gifts, salvation, through the blood of Jesus. So we pray that you'll bless our food and our fellowship as we uh, retire to the basement. In Christ's name, amen. amen. Before we are dismissed, one more item. this up the chain. <laughs> Just hand it up there. Go, go ahead. For Jared. Jared, a small token of our affection and love for you, your patience, and your grace in uh, working with us to pull this off. As you do every Sunday on the piano, and uh, it's, it's been difficult times, we know. Sometimes we're not the best of students, and I'm speaking for myself. So uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Amen. Run. 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 Run.